Today, let's pray with a reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Jesus went around to all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the gospel of the kingdom, and curing every disease and illness. At the sight of the crowds, his heart was moved with pity for them, because they were troubled and abandoned, like sheep without a shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. So ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. Then he summoned his twelve disciples and gave them authority over unclean spirits to drive them out and to cure every disease and every illness. Jesus sent out these twelve after instructing them thus, Go rather to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. As you go, make this proclamation. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Cure the sick, raise the dead, cleanse lepers, drive out demons. Without cost you have received, without cost you are to give. The Gospel of the Lord. We are living the first week of this special Advent season. You will have noticed that it is a different time. We no longer follow a single evangelist, but the thread of a theme, of a special motivation. That's why the Gospels alternate. And that's why, with the exception of Sundays, we don't follow just one Gospel. Thus we go, allowing ourselves to be guided by the Church, by the Word of God, and we must also let ourselves be guided by what we ourselves are feeling within our hearts. Over the first few days of Advent, we follow the request that Jesus made in Sunday's reading, when his proposal was for us to be vigilant and attentive as we wait. And so we also tried to reflect on the virtue of hope that is like the hallmark of Advent. But let's go over some of the things we were able to pray for over the last few days. This is work each of us must do individually as we delve deeper into the Word. When it comes to our spiritual life, nothing happens magically. We must, too, do our part. Let us begin. On Monday, we saw that Andrew, like so many others in the history of the Church, was prepared to leave everything for Jesus' sake, because everything is what he had been waiting for all along. He and his brothers, John and James, were very common and normal men, but they were waiting for the Savior, and it is only for that reason that they were able to leave their previous lives, their belongings, their families, their jobs, and to follow that great man who was God. Hope is related to our desires. If you desire great eternal goods, you will hope for the goods of heaven, and you will attain them. On Tuesday, we contemplated Jesus shaken with joy, moved by the Holy Spirit as he saw how God the Father chose the simple and humble to make himself known. As we walk together along the path of this Advent, Jesus will also reveal himself to us to the extent that we allow God's humility and simplicity to invade our lives. On Wednesday, we saw all that crowd of people who find hope in Jesus. We contemplated a compassionate Jesus who heals all the sick who lie at his feet, and in the end, he also gives them food. Jesus heals the body, 
but fundamentally, he heals the soul and feeds our spirit. And we wondered, how many times has someone brought us to Jesus' feet? We also asked ourselves, who could we bring to him to help that person discover the true meaning of life and to regain hope? On Thursday, we reflected on the importance of placing all of our hope in Jesus and making him the rock and foundation of our lives. For only in this way will the heart house of our lives not be fragile and shaky, but firm and long-lasting, so that not even death can overturn it. It does not matter what you do, but how you do it, and with what intention. If you are certain that Jesus is your all, your rock, your foundation, and your hope, then what do you care about everything else? What do you care if things here don't turn out the way you expect? And finally, yesterday, we stated that the greatest of Jesus' miracles is not that of healing the blind, but that of making us, who in theory have eyesight and see everything, realize that many times we do not really see. The miracle that Jesus wants to do today is that we begin to see with our hearts, crying out loud, Lord, have mercy on us. May Jesus open our eyes today. May we learn to recognize our blindness and realize that we can see beyond what our eyes can see, and that in Jesus, who is our faith and our hope, we already have everything we are looking for. May we have a good day, and may the blessing of God, our merciful Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit descend upon our hearts and remain with us forever.